0: Minus 20 seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Own it, own it, own it, Kong, I own it, it did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the
1: planet. What is up guys? Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Of course, we're here for the Wednesday edition of WWT Live, breaking down some of the latest news including two tournaments going on in WWE right now. It's a crazy time post-draft. So of course, I need I need a little bit of help here tonight. So I got my good friend, Miss Queen PR who's been a, a, a hot topic lately miss famous um so how are you doing today i am so
2: good i'm tired but i'm so good i'm happy to be back on my favorite news talk show
1: yeah i'm i'm happy to have you back uh wrestle i like that wrestle story and podcast i I I like that. that i like that i am so happy to have you back uh like i said alluded to there's a lot of news to break down but i feel like I mean, you yourself have been a a little bit in in the news topic lately. Um, Mm -hmm. So for those who maybe aren't aware, let us know what's been happening with you.
2: Yes. So uh, Krista B and I, shout out to her. We were lucky enough to go to the DX reunion um, last fall because it was in Brooklyn. And as we're heading out, um, one of the producers was like, hey, like, uh, I'm assuming because Chris B had like the China shirt on. They were like, hey, like you, you love DX. We were like, yeah, like, yeah. They were like, okay, you want to be in this um, in this video or get interviewed? We were like, sure. And they were like, how do you feel about DX? And we were like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. We sound like the waivers and everything. And then uh, we found out a couple of days before we might have made the cut and we watched it and we were like, oh, wow. Like it was, it was, oh man.
1: Like unreal. Yeah. On WWE's Uh, Hidden Treasures, I think it is. Yes. yes.
2: And that's not normally a show I watch. (laughs) No. Um, So I was like, okay, cool. It's a cute show, though.
1: (laughs) It is. It is from what I've seen, especially, I mean, like, DX is my favorite tag team of all time. So that was really cool to see you guys, like, pop up in there and, like, all over. Um, So that's got to be a really cool feeling. I'm I'm jealous you got to, you went to uh, the reunion last. That was crazy. That's, like, October, right?
0: Yeah. Like,
2: I was like, wait what and then i had so a friend of mine like took pictures of us getting interviewed and um crispy was like don't post those you know like it's what if it doesn't lead to anything and i was like that's true like whatever and i was like oh shit and i went and i found the
1: photos and
2: i was like oh so it was yeah it was it was really cool like to to especially not to like expect it
1: yeah yeah so that's definitely cool to see ron thank you for joining us as always good to have you here today like i said at the top of the show you know there's some tournaments going on on the topic of wwe going on obviously on the main roster but also in nxt last night you know they got their nxt women's championship tournament underway you know i feel like for some of these tournaments to break them down a little bit more we might we Mm -hmm. might might need a third person to help us out here. Actually, he so just dis- he just disconnected. So <laughs> never mind. Bring him in a second. That was funny. <laughs> but yeah. So talking about this NXT women's championship tournaments, obviously, you know, Indy Hartwell was the former champ. She said that she got a high ankle sprain. I feel like I feel like it didn't even matter if she got injured or not. She right. was going to the main roster yeah. anyway. So I think she was kind of destined to uh to kind of relinquish her championship, so she did that last week, and so officially last night we got the eight woman tournament underway, uh, and we already have two of the semifinalists known: Tiffany Stratton and Layra Valkyria. Uh, last night, Tiffany obviously wrestled Gigi Dolan, who had an interesting response to her loss, which we'll get to in a bit. But then also Valkyria defeated uh Kiana James. So I don't know if you've got a chance to watch it. I did. Uh even if you didn't though you we know the results. What do you yeah. think so far about this tournament?
2: Um so what I like about the tournament, which I think like kind of gets missed is that like we get good matches at least. Oh like, yeah. Some are, are always like, okay, well we kind of know who's gonna win like this you know squash ones. But I think like all four ladies brought it. Uh especially like kiana James. I feel like that's the best I've ever seen her look. Um, it was the semi main event and it, I, I just enjoyed both matches where I didn't really know who was going to win or not. I was kind of hoping, like, I wish Gigi wasn't the one to go against Tiffany Stratton. Cause I think we all kind of know she might just be taking it. Yeah. Um, but I was hoping that Gigi didn't have to take the pin, but her response was very interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we kind of We'll we'll kind of bring it back to NXT for a second, but yeah, you know, like we were talking about after the match, I don't have the exact screenshot of it, but she made a reference to her previous persona, Priscilla Kelly, and I believe she posted on Instagram saying, "I miss being PK," in reference to her her former persona, Priscilla Kelly. It seems like that was in response to her loss. Yeah. she's been getting a, a decent push. I mean, she had that high profile match with JC Jane, and you know, her brother was involved and all of that. Then there was the blood and Mm -hmm. all of that um so so i don't know uh to to give us a little bit more insight uh let's bring in our good friend mr professor gerard
3: (laughs) what a day how are you ladies
0: how are you
3: i'm good i could not believe how long it took to, to log on i'm literally on a completely different computer so It just is one of those days. Sometimes it'd
1: be be like that.
3: (laughs) It's like that sometimes. But uh, yeah, so we're talking uh, the potential return of Priscilla Kelly.
2: Yeah. I'm excited for that.
3: I'm excited, too. And I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, when she came in as Gigi Dolan, we were on the tail end of black and gold, Mm -hmm. moving into 2.0, certainly a kinder, gentler, more easy to digest NXT. Um, And so obviously Priscilla Kelly was uh, a little more on the edge. That might be. That's putting it lightly. (laughs) You know the things that she was known for, uh, yeah, weren't exactly WWE like. So, I
2: would have bet money that, like back then when I knew of her off of like social, she had a lot of buzz. I was, I would have bet money WWE would have never signed her because of some of the things that she did. Yeah. And agree. then when she got signed, I was genuinely shocked. I was yeah. like, wow. But yeah. she fit in NXT. She I did.
3: Think. She did. So I think it'll be perhaps an opportunity for her to kind of delve in and see. What elements of Priscilla Kelly could perhaps find their way to this version of NXT, which I think would be very, very interesting.
1: Now, I'm interested to see, um, does she, you know, does she bring back the red hair? She had red and she also had dark black hair before. Does she kind of transform herself? She hasn't really been, she actually, she's never been shy in anything she does. Um, but it's interesting to see, you know, it seemed like she was getting some wave of momentum. But I feel like with Tiffany Stratton going in, um, it's kind of becoming at least to me clear what the finals is going to look like, because if you look at the other side of it, obviously we have Valkyria advancing to the semifinals, but in that bottom right bracket is Cora Jade and Fallon Henley. I love Fallon Henley, but I would be shocked if she beat Cora Jade. So obviously that's going down next week. Uh, The other half, we have Roxanne Perez, um and JC Jane. That one I'm kind of 50-50 on, but mm-hmm. with Tiffany already in the semis, I mean they've done heel on heel before. Um, maybe maybe Gigi interferes in this match and costs JC Jane it, which makes kind of protects JC in a way still, so that she doesn't lose cleanly. Um, but yeah, we still have two more opening round matches to go next week. Um, the semifinals I assume will go down the week after. And then, obviously, we'll get our new NXT Women's Champion crowned at Battleground. Um, who do we I, – I feel like I know who the final two are going to be. I just don't know who's going to win it. What do we foresee happening here in this tournament?
2: I see Tiffany. I see them pushing – I see them, like, finally, like, pushing her to the moon.
1: hmm
3: yeah, I think whoever gets it uh, is going to need to have a solid, lengthy run. Yeah. The NXT Women's Championship has had the hot potato on it ever since Mandy Rose left, and um, we've not really been able to get any real traction behind that championship. So I feel like, you know, it, it could easily be Tiffany. I don't think it'll be Roxanne Perez.
1: Winning or in the finals?
3: I don't think she'll be winning. She might make it to the finals, but she won't. Yeah. Work.
1: So for me, the scenario, you know, they could do, I feel like heel on heel is the mo- least likely finals mm-hmm. face on face possibly, but I feel like normally, you know, it's, it's heel on uh face. So, I mean, I would love to see Valkyria kind of not upset, but kind of make a shock and go, I feel like it's going to be Tiffany and Valkyria Ooh, yeah. or Cora and Roxanne. I feel like, he, mm. he, you know, if Tiffany, if Tiffany wins, then it's kind of obvious that Valkyria is winning that semifinals match. Yeah. I mean, Tiffany and, I mean, Tiffany and Cora have had a little bit of beef lately too, though. Um, But to me that heel on heel just seems the least likely out of it. So I think it's going to be one, two, one of the two of those combinations. Um, But that's assuming again, Roxanne and Cora both advance, who knows, there might be some surprises in this tournament, Um but obviously, you know, we'll see how that shakes out next week. We'll have more answers after the final two opening round matches conclude. But before we move on, I want to say hello to some people in the chat. Bobby, thank you as always. Wrestling Realm. Uh, <laughs> wrestle. I always I keep wanting to say Wrestle Historian, Wrestle Story. And yeah, I, you know, we'll talk about this next tournament because there is one match on that SmackDown side. Dude. Oh my gosh, we'll get to that in a second. I want to um, speak
3: to that comment really quickly. <laughs> which that one? Yeah. I don't th- this comment right here. Yeah. I don't know if it was planned to be this way. It just kind of feels like it fell this yeah. way with the tournament for the World Championship, the tournament for the NXT Women's Championship, seemingly all culminating the same weekend that yeah. we were supposed to have King and Queen of oh. the Ring. Mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting. They oh, kill a couple of birds. I
2: totally the- forgot about
3: yeah. that. Yeah. Knight of Champions was supposed to be king and queen yeah. of the ring. Instead, we get the world title culmination. And then the next night wow. at Battleground, we get the NXT women's culmination. So we may have Some lucked parallels. up yeah. and gotten yeah. king and queen of the yeah. ring at the same time as Knight of Champions. J- just Pretty unofficial.
1: Crazy. Yeah, just unofficially. Yes. But yeah, I didn't even realize the parallels there um you know i don't know i don't again i don't know how long the plan was i feel like either way if indy hadn't gotten drafted she would have been out for at least a month with that ankle screen you know um so like i I don't know um but we'll see what happens gerard got a comment here for you from wrestling realm been loving your tiktok content okay i'll have to check out what's your tiktok at gerard
3: Bonner five, everything. Nice
1: okay. uh, um, <laughs> it it and easy. Um same. You know, Tiffany, obviously, you know, there's a lot, there's there's always room for improvement and you grow, mm-hmm. but she's been excelling and really, really her progression has been really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, me personally, I see this being the finals to Joseph, but they're really high in Tiffany too. So I'm not counting her out just yet. You know, I was saying that I could see Tiffany winning at stand and deliver, I could see her mm-hmm. winning here. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Roxanne and Cora would be dope. Also, Tiffany and Valkyria. I feel like it's going to be one or the other yeah. at this point um we'll see what happens um indy being injured and called up made it a coincidence yeah Mm -hmm. it it kind of did again i don't know how far in advance that they planned on her getting called up but even if she wasn't again she got injured so i feel like she might have had to relinquish it either way but like you said gerard uh we have another tournament to talk about the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament that started this Monday night on Raw. Obviously, we have the Raw side complete already. We still have SmackDown to go um, on Friday night, but man, right. I, I I will say, you know, my concern uh, was Cody Rhodes being in this tournament because I'm like, but then, you know, Brock Lesnar, they got him out of that because I said, I said from the beginning, Cody should not be this first champion, should not. Mm-hmm. But they found a creative way that still protects him and sets yep. him up for something else for Knight of Champions. Go on, Queen BR, you're going to say no, something. No, I
2: just, um, <laughs> I like that they are triple threat matches. I, I do yeah. like that. And I do, um, I, I agree with you. I don't think Cody should be the first champion. Like, I, I love that they're making it harder and harder. They're making the mountain higher for Cody to climb because what his fans don't realize is that it's, it's, it's for him. It's better for him. Like let him go through Brock, let him go through a couple more people and then get that championship.
3: No, I, I agree. I, I, I definitely didn't see Cody becoming the champion again. I think we've been given context clues in terms of what this entire journey is going to look like. And so mm-hmm. I want all wrestling fans to save their anger for something that is more necessary (laughs) we were told listen the 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 it's again everything was very strategic the week after mania you get the dusty Rhodes biography Mm. in which cody flat out tells us for my dad it was all about the chase and it was about mm. making things difficult.
1: Ooh.
3: He laid it Ooh, all like, out for you then. You're right. And then after that, you know, the night after Mania, uh, Paul Heyman the wise man tells the whole world you're not gonna get a shot and rattles through all of the year's pay-per-views, basically. So we know that we're getting all of these context clues. So if it looks like, oh my god, it's gonna be Cody, mm, remember when. Log all these facts in. Now, remember, we're the same people who loved what happened last year with uh, with Bray Wyatt and the White Rabbit and all the little clues. And we say we love all the details of, of, you know, the bloodline. I need you, if you watch Scandal at all, to put on your gladiator hat and rock like that because that's the way we're rocking here in this next year, which means Cody is not going to be the world champion any time for the rest of this year i'm telling you it won't happen for the he'll get tested he'll get Mm -hmm. beat up all kinds of things will happen until you actually forget that he's supposed to finish the story Mm -hmm. until the appropriate time so don't worry about cody cody's got enough stuff to entertain us yeah
1: uh, I won't go down the rabbit hole of of Roman Reigns since we were talking about rabbit holes. Um, <laughs> but I will talk about this this tournament. You know, yes. I felt like Seth Rollins, you know. Um, they took care of the the Cody Rhodes. Cody is not gonna yeah. be facing Brock at night of champions. I mm-hmm. would be shocked if they didn't put a stipulation on it, considering oh, Brocks. Sure. First of all, that whole segment with Brock and the mic, which is so meme-worthy. I just want a nice yeah. massage. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was so meme worthy by the way that whole segment by yeah. itself. Um but obviously you know Finn Balor that allowed Finn Balor to get the pin on the Miz to advance to the semi finals. Obviously Seth Rollins defeated uh, Damian Priest and Shinsuke Nakamura to also advance. And then Uh, Kind of a a SummerSlam 2016 rematch, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins in the semifinals. Seth Rollins, I feel like most people have been saying should be in this position to at least Mm -hmm. contend for it. And he will be contending for it officially at Night of Champions. And I'm sure, I don't know if they're going to run through the whole thing on SmackDown since it's, um, because that would require three matches and SmackDown is only two hours. I don't know. I hear they're supposed to. Okay. Well, they are supposed to at, at the very least begin the opening round matches on Friday for SmackDown. Um, so it'll be Seth Rollins versus one of these six in the in the finals at night of champions. But I, I wish I could zoom in on this. I, I, I can't, unfortunately. Man, I'm excited for this top right match, but like I, I popped, but I'm also sad because I could picture two of these going on to the semis like to begin with which is why i'm like ah (laughs) i'm excited for it but like man i think edge and like aj in the semis would have been so cool um but you know what do we think about the smackdown side
2: (sighs) i i'm pulling for bobby i don't know i think bobby's gonna win his i would really love that um I've been one of those people, like, I don't care for another Edge run as a champion, <laughs> particularly. Uh, I, like, wish there was someone else in that spot. Sorry. But um, but AJ Styles is back. He's one of my faves. Uh, I would love to see him in the semis. I don't see him being the inaugural, but I would love to see him at Vans. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I, I am uh, with you. I definitely think Lashley's going to win this um, for a couple of reasons. Every time he's been in a triple threat involving Austin Theory, Theory ends up going over because Lashley did all the work. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Lashley remembers all of this and manages to not only do the work, but secure the pin as well. Um, so I I personally see AJ and Lashley in the semis, you know, with with the hopes of either of them, quite frankly, going against Seth, because I think either of them would make for a great, great match uh, for the World Championship Tournament. Um, in terms of Edge, I, Don't think my, my heart. <laughs> I think my issue when it comes to Edge is twofold. Number one, we've not seen or heard from him since WrestleMania no. at all. And two, he's been vocal about how he's really on the tail end of his career. So there's a part of me that's wondering, what did he do? to gain entry into this tournament. Now, Hey, I was sad when edge had to retire. I feel the similarly. Champion. It
2: just, it's like, but when you hear it out loud, it's like, I'm oh. just,
3: I'm just really wondering. I mean, you've not been, in, I mean, you didn't do an interview. You didn't come on camera. You haven't said anything to us since WrestleMania. So where have you been? What are you doing? And, how is it? And then there's this, which we haven't talked about. He's showing either. up
1: at hockey games. That's what he's doing with Christian,
3: of all things, yeah. right? And
1: they won, though. Whatever game well, it was, won. I, <laughs> I hope heard.
3: so. They had a Hall of Famer there. Somebody should have won with them cheering. <laughs> but speaking of that, we've got two active Hall of Famers fighting for a world championship. I'm not fully sure how I feel about this. Poor Rey Mysterio. Oh. Rey Mysterio, um, you know, when you're a Hall of Famer, that usually means like the end and we see mm-hmm. brief appearances. He's working like, you know, it's 2002. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to me to see. So it's it's interesting. Um, Either way, I think it's going to be a great match. I mean, you can't lose in terms of match quality mm-hmm. with those. This is three a really there, good so.
2: pool of talent. Like it now is. that I'm like looking, I'm like, it mm-hmm. is.
3: Wow. They're all championship material. So if anything, I know people have said, well, I can't believe SmackDown people are fighting for it, but you really want legit people fighting for the world championship. And so all of these folks have either been former world champions or are main event level Mm -hmm. material. So I I can't get upset with that.
1: Yeah. And according to Joseph, SmackDown is wide open, except Austin Theory. I agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) I I would be to be honest, I, I was still shocked at the WrestleMania ending, but I would be even more shocked if Austin Theory oh. <laughs> won this.
2: There's so many Austin Theory moments where I'm legit like, oh, really? Yeah. So I would, yeah. I would be like,
1: yes. I mean... Uh, I know we got more to discuss, but I know Queen PR has places to be because she's just so famous now. I mean, she after on the- the- when <laughs> you're on
3: WWE TV, television, I mean, yeah.
1: you know, she- so PR, before we got to let you skedaddle, uh, we will let you plug yourself. Let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, Well, first off, thank you for having me. As
2: always, I love joining Women's Wrestling Talk. It's legit one of my favorite platforms. But you can find me, Queen PR, everywhere on Instagram and Twitter at Queen3 Underscores PR. And those wrestling girls, our podcast is everywhere. We're actually going live on Twitch in about 30 minutes to talk about celebrities' involvement in wrestling. It's trending right now. It's a lot of talk. Bat Bunny just delivered a hell of a performance. So after you get your news here, come join us over at those wrestling girls twitch and
1: thank you for having me yeah and it's ironic you bring in celebrities because we'll talk about this later um a a certain pair of uh tag team champs are wanting to wrestle some pretty high profile uh musical artists so You'll stay tuned if you haven't seen the news here. We'll talk about it in a bit. But Queen PR, again, thank you so much for joining us. And be sure to check out out, uh, those wrestling girls at 7 p.m. That's going to be an interesting one to watch, especially coming Mm -hmm. off of Backlash and Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is just amazing.
3: Yes.
2: (laughs) Beautiful.
1: Thank you so much again. Take
3: care. Awesome. And, of course, you guys can check. Them on, like, the latest yeah. issue episode of uh, Most Wanted Treasures, I think, yeah. from WWE on e So, yeah,
1: we were talking about at the top yeah. of the show kind of pretty what dope. had happened and everything. That's pretty such a dope. cool moment, pretty dope. um, but well, you know, she teed
3: this up. Should we mention this now since she kind of lobbied or threw yeah, us the lob sure. for, for this? So, of course, you know, the world's talking about Bad Bunny and what he did Saturday night, and uh, this was a very interesting story coming out of Billboard of all places. Where uh, the current women's tag team champions, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, have expressed interest in a tag team match against Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Now, Cardi B is a known wrestling fan, and there was a point uh, a couple of years ago where she was <laughs> actually happened. supposed to host, uh, where she was supposed to host um, SummerSlam, and yeah, then yeah. she got pregnant, and that wasn't able to happen.
1: Um, That's seems I, like a blur. and she had was she had beef with Lacey Evans too. I she think. did have
3: beef, beef yeah. with Lacey Evans for sure. <laughs> you know, so uh, Cardi B has been a longtime <laughs> fan. I'm not sure of how connected Megan the Stallion is. But uh I think I, I don't know. What I do know is this. I do know number one, that the 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 standard and the bar that Bad Bunny has set is so high that I don't yeah. think WWE would afford themselves the opportunity for anybody to come in lowballing it at all. So, yeah. you know, Meg and Cardi B would have to really put their time in to be able to pull off um, a match like that. And I'll say this, um, we learned a lot about Damian Priest Saturday night, which I think is one of the reasons why he was rewarded Mm -hmm. with uh, a spot in the world title tournament. It takes a special talent to be able to work with a celebrity who is not a trained athlete. So the other question is, are the tag champions ready for that i don't know the answer to that either so there are a lot of unknowns with that um but it's a very interesting thing and it's a real request that they want so this will be interesting
1: seeing the success of bad bunny true or false would make celebrity demand more money if ww see i think i think there's there's always a demand there you know because it's mm-hmm. so like not foreign but it's rare to see. We don't see it a lot to where celebrities are actually like wrestling. You know, we've seen cameos right. and stuff, but right. like to have an actual match, we don't get a lot. Right. I think it the draw would be there, but also it's like you you want to deliver on that draw. Yeah. And I think people like a, a Bad Bunny and hate hate to say it, but Logan Paul as well mm-hmm. have been kind of kind of uh pioneers for the celebrity Aspect of totally. professional wrestling, you know,
3: totally. And so I, and go ahead, okay, oh, good. Go
1: no, I was just gonna say that it's evolved so much from like, I mean, the snooky days and all of that, right. you know, where it wasn't as clean and as fluid. Right. Um, uh, that I, they've kind of leveled up. You're maybe set to like a certain standard, or at least give an effort to, because mm-hmm. you know, wrestlers, The Miz, I don't know, for example, who's one of the most trusted people. You can make people look good, even if you're not the best, but you should at right. least take it at least somewhat seriously, you know?
3: Right. And, and I think the other thing to consider is, you know, the the, the comment that was made about uh, celebrities demanding more money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real give and take when it comes to WWE right now, because think about the, the high-profile sale that's happened for WWE. WWE has great cachet. So whoever the celebrity is, mm-hmm. they're not hurting right now. Uh, for the kind of mainstream access that they were hurting for, say, in the Snooky days per se, right? Nowadays, nowadays, it's an interesting uh, combination that's happening. Kind of reminds me of what happened with the Super Mario Brothers movie. You know, when uh, they first tried that movie in 93, it didn't work very well um, and people forgot about it. But nowadays in 2023, you know, it's made over a billion dollars. It's done all of these things. But that's because the kids who were playing Super Mario Brothers in the 80s and 90s are now the adults who can go mm-hmm. buy the tickets to the movies and all that jazz. So I say that to say that the stars of today uh, in the music world, and the entertainment world, actually grew up watching WWE. So there's a different kind of interest in terms of cross-promotion Versus just saying, hey, you know, I want to put a movie out. Hey, I want to push my new record, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. There's an interest. You know, when Snoop Dogg shows up, it's because he has an interest in the yeah. sport. When yeah. the, so, so I think WWE is selecting from a different pool of celebrity mm-hmm. now. You know, it's not just a celebrity that hey want somebody to push their stuff it's the celebrity that's genuinely interested in ww george
1: kettle has been out has been very public uh, a football player he's been yeah. very public about his love for wwe he was at sure. a couple events a couple years ago mm-hmm. and i think made a previous cameo like he you know he's been a documented like fan you right. know even if it isn't wrestling like um like wrestling realm was alluding to a lot of Mm -hmm. them have been hosting roles like like Snoop Dogg did granted Snoop Dogg wasn't planned to wrestle the Miz, but that's a whole thing in (laughs) and of itself. But, you know, they have hosting stuff um, like, I don't know, ring announcing Mm -hmm. uh, like the guest bellkeeper, timekeeper. There's, there's a lot of things they can do, even if it's not like wrestling, but I think if they're wrestling like a legitimate match, then if, you know, even if they aren't the most athletic, at least, Take some some effort at the very right. least, right? You know,
3: and at least they have a way to determine it now with the performance yeah. center, yeah. Where they can take them down there, work with them, and really assess can they do this or not? Because WW with because WWE has regular mainstream coverage now, yeah. be it TMZ, ESPN, mm-hmm. Billboard, yeah. all of these spaces. Yeah. So the question now 13, is, yeah. well, yeah, sir, so, mm-hmm. sure they've they've been there since WrestleMania, yeah. but I think. Their functionality yeah. is different now, you yeah. know, and and,
1: and I feel like there's only a certain pool, you know, all wrestlers, you know, are are trained to be safe, but I feel like there's a certain pool of superstars who are kind of equipped to be able to guide and, and especially make a, a celebrity look good, you know, yes. Yes. Uh, the Miz is obviously one of veterans. Seth sure. Rollins, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns worked Logan Paul, obviously. I feel like there's yeah. there's only like a certain group of guys. Like right. the vets, pretty much.
2: Right. Um, right.
1: But obviously, Damian Priest stepped up. T- I mean, granted, he's been doing this 20 years. He's only been sure. in the WWE bubble like maybe five. Right. Um, But it kind of also goes on to who they're facing in yeah. a potential match, too, as well.
3: Absolutely. Um,
1: so we'll see what happens with that i have no idea if anything will come from it um but you know we were talking about backlash and obviously like my gosh like the crowd in and of itself was a whole highlight of the night like for Mm -hmm. real um you know there's been reports now which is kind of no surprise here um that wwe is potentially looking into making puerto rico the permanent home of backlash you know Mm -hmm. also i'm glad that they took off the wrestlemania part of it yes um that was one of mouthful cody yes. kept saying kept accidentally saying wrestlemania backlash too he as did. well in his promos um but backlash just has a different feel to it you know it yeah. has it kind of has the uh connotation coming off of mania built in but mm-hmm. just backlash is nice and you know i i have to agree like backlash like the crowd Even if, you know, there were some, obviously some lower moments, but even through those lower moments, the crowd kind of made you feel like rejuvenated watching it and more invested in it. You know, even if there were some moments, you know, not everything's perfect, but definitely even through the low moments, I feel like they picked it up a bit.
3: For sure, for sure, they were. You know, it's it's interesting. Um, They reminded us of the responsibility of what the crowd is supposed to do. You know, I mean, think about it. We see this happen. That's why they talk about home games in sports like basketball and football, and and they know, especially like in college football, there are certain spaces that you're afraid to go because the crowd is going to be so loud that you can't think and that you can't, you know. So that's what a crowd is supposed to do. Uh, is be that vested in what's happening, and so to me, if the Puerto Rico crowd did that and they say we're coming back every year, I think that's a massive win. I hope they take it to Paris as well. And so, I I honestly think the Saudi Arabia situation, you know, if there wasn't so much money attached, then they'd have to really make a decision based on how hot that crowd is, you know. So I think crowds really do make a difference uh in the world of wwe and anywhere quite frankly and i think what they're able to start to see is all right who really appreciates us the most and whoever does that's where we're going Mm -hmm. and it may mean you know and i think we might have talked about it on this show the potential of making ple's uh a bit more rare in the states because other people will appreciate them more and i mean you know again i I have not stopped watching Bad Bunny's Entrance over and over and over yeah. and over again. And I'm listening to the song and all it, it's just that feeling that it evokes. And so yeah, yeah I, I hope that's they're able to me watching
1: do it. Zelina's like in match production. Too. I've watched that so many times and I cry every time. It's incredible.
3: <laughs> and and that's what it's it's supposed to create moments, and mm-hmm. the fans help to create moments and so you know it reminds us of the hot nxt days you know where the fans would create those moments you know so i'm hoping that fans of the mainstream product are now gonna have to dig in and actually become get this imagine this (laughs) fans
1: yeah 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 and it, it it was apparent like joseph was alluding to yeah the jacksonville raw Was just granted, you know. They hadn't been, they hadn't had a a premium live event slash pay per view in Puerto Rico since 2005. So Mm -hmm. of course that crowd was going to be hot because it's a it's a rarity for them. Sure, sure. But just uh, imagine paying money to have fun. (laughs) Um, but you know, especially you know, just the difference, the drastic difference between Raw and freaking. Oh oh my God, the disparity was just so you know obviously people are always going to be hot for cody like the 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 crowd's always going to be ramped up for that but for the Mm -hmm. majority of that raw especially comparison to backlash oh my gosh there's just a drastic difference Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. also hello axel thank you from hello from from italy Italy. i think it's it's very late where you are i believe it's i think it's around mid 1 a.m almost yeah
3: so thanks Um, for joining us
1: yeah but you know especially that paris crowd like you were talking about um uh, Hurricane Helms just did an interview today that just aired on God TV right before mm-hmm. this. And, you know, Bailey was also talking about it that they want a PLE in Paris. I believe WWE yes. actually tweeted out today, mm-hmm. where should the next PLE be? Where should yes. we go? And a lot of people were saying Paris, you know? Yes. Even from the videos I saw, them singing Seth Rollins' song for like, tw- for like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. even in the subways, where yes. they we're going home. Yes. And Baron Corbin getting... I don't know if you saw that Baron Corbin he getting cheered. he, and he did, won he, he did mm-hmm. I think that might have been a last minute thing because of the crowd reaction he got it personally
3: um,
1: but yeah the international crowds because it's yeah. such a rarity you know yeah. they appreciate it more and you know um, so Paris though seems to be at the top that would be cool to see I don't I don't know personally if they've ever had a PLE in Paris I don't think they have they have not but yeah they have not
3: yeah yeah, yeah
1: so. Hopefully, you know, the next two premium live events are going to be international Saudi Arabia, Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia, and then London. Right. And then uh, Detroit. We don't know what's happening in the September, October thing. Right. Um, did they say we're Survivor, is Survivor Series in Boston again? I don't know.
3: I'm not sure. I feel like they
1: said where it was, but I don't remember yeah, where. I, I don't um,
3: remember.
1: But it'll be interesting to see where their September and October pay-per-views are going to be. It
3: will um, be.
1: So I'm excited to see that, mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of want to move on to a, I guess, an ex WWE guy. Now, obviously his contract ran out last year. I feel like this was reported so long ago, but it was actually only reported in, in March. I feel like it's been like six months that it's been announced that he's been a free agent, that being Goldberg um you know he left he he's now officially a free agent after his contract with wwe came to an end but you know Mm -hmm. he said he still felt he never got a proper retirement match some of that had to do with you know he had a handshake agreement with vince mcmahon but then the whole you know the vince scandals kind of happened so he never got to have his proper rematch so he was teasing a, a four city retirement tour and now it looks like One of those cities may be in the Middle East. Um, Mm. uh, One of the wrestling, legendary wrestling promoter, Rick Baseman, did an interview with House of Wrestling uh, earlier today. Well, it was dropped earlier today anyway, talking about Goldberg and Sting possibly having an an international date in Jerusalem, Israel Mm. in Mm. September of later this year. You know, obviously sting has the AEW commitments nothing is for certain but he's trying to line it up which i mean I, i'm sure they've wrestled they probably haven't been to the middle east a lot if any so it's possible that goldberg's uh, f- uh world tour might find might kick off in the middle east later this year
3: well um you know if if the uh, wwe's international crowds have taught us anything you know it's the idea of going where yeah. you're appreciated And so I think, you know, for Goldberg, again, they loved seeing him in uh, Saudi. They loved seeing him in the Middle East. Again, those places that have not had the opportunity to see him. And um, he's still Goldberg to them. Mm -hmm. Um, American fans may feel a little differently. And. They may have reasons to, quite frankly, you know, that whole almost killing Undertaker thing, you know, among the other things that may have happened with Goldberg. So I think for Goldberg's sake, if he's able to to kind of get one last run, Mm -hmm. he can. What I'm interested in seeing, though, is how this works for him independently. Remember, Goldberg has never wrestled independently before. He was either WCW or WWE, or of course, that very long layoff. So him having to depend on an independent promoter to put something like this together in Israel, that'll be very interesting. Um, And he may quickly discover that it's far different (laughs) than when the WWE does something like this. So we'll see. I'm not ruling it out, but it'll be interesting. To see, and I, who knows what kind of money he'll be asking for yeah. to make that happen.
1: And and, and Rick clarified that obviously not, stuff is far from being nailed down, but they've sure. been in talks, and he's been talking to Goldberg actively. They're longtime friends. Um, and he said, but he did also say he wouldn't be surprised if Goldberg ended up going back to WWE to do something massive, which I wouldn't be shocked at either, mm-hmm. considering Vince is kind of back in wwe well so oh
3: there's that
1: i i know we won't we won't uh, open that box yeah, but it, that it's the it's box. the truth um wrestling realm goldberg versus mjf <laughs> you know you know what's funny is um Wardlow low had had a little thing with goldberg a couple weeks ago um mm-hmm. wanting to i mean you know they're jacked guys i could yeah. maybe see that they had that little interaction at wrestlecon um in an in an interview recently so We'll see what happens with that. Um, well, I think it's time. I think it's time. You know, we're kind of going back in time, talking about Goldberg, WCW.
3: Yeah. I th-
1: I think it's time since we're in that ballpark to hit the people with some. age
3: wrestling facts yeah <laughs> all right well since we're going back in time let's go all the way back to a time where goldberg was not in pro wrestling <laughs> that was 1985 oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we're on this day in 1985 the inaugural debut episode i just did a double i this was really redundant there. Inaugural debut, same thing. Anyway, the debut episode of Saturday night's main event is yeah. taped at the Nassau Coliseum. And uh, this was a big deal. So I'll briefly explain Saturday night's main event for those who may not have been aware of what it was. You know, this was really wrestling's first foray, kind of once you're getting into the 80s, mm-hmm. onto network television. You know, so this was held uh, on NBC. It aired in the time slot of Saturday Night Live, which was a massive deal. And so uh, this was, you know, again, during that era, you didn't have Raw and SmackDown with um, massive marquee matches on a weekly basis. Instead, you had a weekly syndicated show that showed your superstars always against enhancement talent. There were very rare matches where two actual superstars battled each other. That was saved for Saturday night's main event. So on this Saturday night's main event, on this uh, inaugural episode, there was actually a world title match, which was rare for television. It was Hulk Hogan against Cowboy Bob Orton, and Hulk Hogan won that match by disqualification. Uh, We skip all the way to 1999 because this is a big one. Monday Night Raw took place in Orlando, Florida and according to the nielsens it was the most watched episode of raw domestically ever it did like wow. an 8.1 which i mean just to kind of put this in context when ww when the monday night war was going on they were battling at fours 4.5 sometimes maybe a six so they did an 8.1 which is nuts but the main event for it is kind of why yeah i mean just imagine this you had the rock stone cold and vince mcmahon taking on shane mcmahon the undertaker and triple h that was the main event of an episode of monday night that sounds fake
1: to be honest (laughs) yeah but it really
3: happened yeah right now there was another match that happened on this card that I'm a little ashamed to talk about here on women's wrestling talk. I'll just say that it involved the then WWE women's championship. It was supposed to be in an evening gown match. Mm -hmm. The champion was Sable. She replaced herself with Nicole Bass. Now, if you guys don't know who Nicole Bass was, Nicole Bass was, I mean, really Muscular, yeah, very, very big. And so, in all of this, um, Nicole Bass obviously won the match for Sable, but then Shawn Michaels was the commissioner. He came down and he actually reversed the decision. And in reversing that decision, he made Deborah the new world champion. Very odd. It was also the last time we saw Sable on WWE TV for four years. So wow. All of that. Go to this day in 2001. Now, this is interesting because Vince McMahon, as we mentioned, his name and he will appear. uh, You know, he had a thing called the XFL, which Mm -hmm. debuted in 2000. And uh, after only one season on this day in 2001, he closed the XFL. (laughs) It was because of poor and declining ratings. And, you know, we talked about Saturday night's main event. That really kind of led to, you know, the WWE's relationship with NBC Thus, XFL was on NBC, you know, which was a big deal, but it didn't do very well in that first season. So they closed their doors, not to open their doors again for another nearly 20 years Mm -hmm. when they would open their doors, of course, in 2020. And they were getting ready to do some big things. And then a little thing called COVID-19 showed up, which closed the company down again. Then it would be purchased by uh, an investment group that was led by The Rock. And, of course, XFL did indeed relaunch this year. So there you have the XFL story. Uh, Moving to 2014, Ring of Honor and New Japan kind of did a thing before there was a forbidden door. Those two companies were working together and put on a card called Global Wars. It happened in Toronto. And in the main event, Adam Cole, baby, retained the Ring of Honor World Championship by defeating a guy named Kevin Steen, who you all now know as Kevin Owens. We moved to this day in 2015 when at Impact, a guy named Rockstar Spud, (laughs) you guys remember good times. Yeah, really good times for sure. Rockstar Spud was involved in a gauntlet match that gave him the opportunity to win the X Division Championship. And he did. At that same taping, he cashed that championship in, vacated the title to get a shot at the world title, which was held by Kurt Angle. And as you can imagine, that didn't end well. No. Kurt Angle was still the champion. (laughs) Yeah, so go figure. Last but certainly not least, as we talk about very unique times, on this day in 2020, we were very much inside of a thing called the pandemic. And inside of the pandemic, the WWE decided to continue to do all things wrestling, including pay-per-views. This was before they became premium live events. So on this day in 2020, they actually taped the in-ring matches for Money in the Bank. Now, if you remember this Money in the Bank, it was really unique because the actual Money in the Bank matches didn't actually happen at the Performance Center. They happened right there as they went from the bottom of the corporate building to the roof.
1: And Rey Mysterio fell off the roof.
3: Fell off the roof and (laughs) showed up on Raw the next day. I know. I remember. Kind of amazing how these things happen, (laughs) right? So that particular day, they taped two matches at the Performance Center, which were world title matches. Drew McIntyre successfully defended. Uh, the WWE championship against Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman successfully defended the universal championship against Bray Wyatt. I don't even
1: that sounds fake again. (laughs) Like I,
3: these things didn't age well.
1: I know it's crazy. I honestly, I forget that, that Strowman was champ.
3: Yes. It was a kind of a weird time. And you might even forget that Bray Wyatt was even in the company. Yeah. Well,
1: also I, I know Bray defeated, uh, stroman to win but then roman beat bray so that's how roman's reign started that is so exactly this how is it ju- started. this is just the months leading up to roman's reign as universal champion Crazy, you know
3: and and it's interesting about this money in the bank because you know we talk about things that don't age well mm-hmm. well throw that graphic up again if you can because we all forget that it was otis yeah. who won the money in the bank for the men oscar. oscar won it mm-hmm. for the women the next night it would be it would come out that uh Becky Lynch was pregnant yeah. she yeah. would relinquish the WWE championship and of course it would go to Asuka who just you know got it because she had won the night 4 mm-hmm. Otis never got to cash his in because he ended up fighting The Miz and somehow they ended up in a court case and all kinds of real foolishness happening.
1: Honestly, I enjoyed that. Maybe it's because I'm a Miz fan and I was well, it was got
3: another rain, but it was wild. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it it was. did result in the Miz becoming WWE yeah. champion again, yeah. but as for Otis, yeah, not so much. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I can agree justice for Otis in some sense. Sorry, Otis now. Otis, who
3: lost his woman, lost the money in the bank. <laughs> we know. don't really know how he lost his woman. That's no. kind of odd, but, you know, no. she's off. To how did Ray survive?
1: I don't know. Like, I just he he's just he's just uh, I don't know.
3: He survived the same way he's the invincible. big show survived when he fell off the top of the Cobo Hall in Detroit against Hulk Hogan in WCW yeah. when they had that whole, you know, thing with the monster trucks mm-hmm. fighting at the top of the building. I don't know how they do it in these worlds. I, I, I don't know. know
1: um yeah ray is just um invincible
3: ray went through a lot think about it. during that pandemic he fell off yeah. the top of the building yeah. he had his eye gouged out oh yeah, yeah you know yeah. like all of this stuff happened and well he's in the hall of and Fame that's now. why
1: he's the hall of famer
3: because he... exactly
1: exactly <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's wrestling facts yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah before we head out of here uh we obviously have some other stuff if you're interested in we have wwt live but we have a boatload a boatload of other programming including a bunch of post shows for dynamite tonight dynamite starts in about an hour after that you can check out the dynamite after show and uh we have a little bit of a a, a little commercial to show you some more information <laughs>
0: Hey, peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I wanna say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling post-show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live post-show, On The Scroll, ROH post-show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod. And make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now.
3: Ah.
1: Well, you want to share?
3: Yeah, we just got some breaking news, which I think will be very interesting. I know one person on our staff will be extremely excited about this piece of news.
1: (laughs) I can bet who it (laughs) is.
3: And that is that uh, WrestleMania has decided where it is heading in 2027. It is heading to the new stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, where the uh, Tennessee Titans will be playing. So that news has just broken. So, if I'm remembering, 43. we do know where WrestleMania 40 is. That's yes. in Philly. Now we yes. don't know what's happening no. in uh, 2025 and 2026, 20, yeah. yeah. but in 2027, we'll be going to Nashville for WrestleMania. So, I miss
1: Nashville man,
3: I, I love Nashville, so and I. the fact that Nashville is, and I've you know watching the growth of Nashville mm-hmm. as a city has yeah. been incredible. So, it's been crazy in other spaces to host a WrestleMania. Good Lord. So it might be a road trip. Gotta head to Nashville for us. I
1: know. It's a few years away. I miss Nashville a lot, though. I went last year for SummerSlam and all that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Fell nice. in love with the scene. And granted, I am not a summer person. It was in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still had I had a lot of fun there. Um, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. We
3: know somebody who's oh, yeah. going to light this place up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that ends today's show, though. Before we let everybody go, Gerard, let the people know where they can find you.
3: Of course, you can find me at All Things Bonnerfied across all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok. That's right. You can check out. Got some really cool videos that we're dropping with all wrestling content on TikTok. In addition, you can check out my commentary work uh, at Southern Honor Wrestling in all of the spaces. Uh, Southern Honor Wrestling is available specifically on IWTV. And we've got a big show coming up this Friday, SHW 50 so uh, that's going to be really, really special. Uh, I do believe the American males, as in Marcus Bagwell and Scott, Scotty Riggs are all going to be there, along with a whole bunch of other things, including a tournament for the brand new Jake the Snake Roberts Legacy title. That's all happening uh, at SHW50 this Friday. Of course, all things Battle Slam are on Fight TV. All things Nightmare Factory are on YouTube. And then this merch that you see right here, Five Seconds of Courage, is part of my merch line that you can find at ProWrestlingTees.com/slashBonnerfied.
1: Also, Jeffrey. I will literally cry if because Gerard's on. So Ger- if you don't know, Gerard is convinced that Roman's going to hold the title through WrestleMania next year. Yes. I can imagine it going for four more years. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, I, boy. I don't want to imagine it going one more year, let alone <laughs> four. Oh, <sighs> But again, who knows? They want them to break some records, it seems. So we'll see what happens. I don't know how the weather is either, but it can't be as bad as where I am in Buffalo, where we have blizzards. This would be late March, early April, most likely. I assume it would probably just be like spring, spring springish weather. It will be. Um, I can tell you.
3: Nashville's cold in January, but not in March or April. Yeah.
1: Um, you can follow me on twitter at it's ella j where it says it right there if you go to the link in my bio you can find all my links to all my podcasts and writing and all that fun stuff like we said we will be back here on friday for the friday edition of wwt live there's dynamite stuff there's ring of honor coming up impact is tomorrow And I'm sure that we'll be talking about some more of that SmackDown side of that bracket. So we'll see what happens in anticipation of that. But until next time, enjoy your evening. Uh, If you watch Dynamite, enjoy that in an hour. And we'll see y'all Friday. Women's
0: Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.